0: Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Christopher Czar and it's time for today's stretch for Monday, December 13th, 2021. And I'm just checking in on you. What is up, gang? How are ya? How was your weekend? If you are in California and you're experiencing the first 50 degree weather that we've had all winter, did you also start today like a sack of shit? (laughs) Because I know I did. I got off to a real slow start with the gloomy weather, wanted to stay cozy and bundled up and in. Maybe because I had a little bit of work to do this weekend in Los Angeles. Maybe because after said work, I came back and I had a good time at a friend's birthday party. Or, you know, maybe it's just the end of the year and I'm just like everybody else who sees this time. As a time to do well, uh, hibernate, (laughs) if you're speaking in terms of nature, um, or if you're a human being, you know, hit that cruise control and be a sack of shit before the holidays. Hopefully that'll change. (laughs) And I mean that, I hope that that changes. I'm going to try to, no, I'm going to try to, I am going to. Language, folks, language, it makes a huge difference. I am going to. Open up my day tomorrow with some breath work. You can join me at (laughs) zaryogastudio.com. Plug. (laughs) And after that, your boy's going to get a workout in. You want to know why? Because your boy's a beast. And the semester ended at San Diego State. So now I have my Tuesday, 9 a.m. back, at least for the next few weeks. So there's no fucking excuse. You know, I looked at myself in the mirror and i already put on a few pounds down on there on them love handles and i'm like yeesh chris you did that already since thanksgiving it's only been a couple of weeks and i'm like well 30 is around the corner <laughs> not 29 yet but damn dude i just don't keep off the weight like i used to and that is a little depressing wow 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 of course maybe it's just my own body image maybe it's my own ego right maybe i have some uh, body image issues, just like many people here in the United States. But uh, I'm not going to rely on that. Why? Because I'm a man. <laughs> and when you get feelings like that, you stuff those motherfuckers down. Right? At least that's what I hear. <laughs> Eat a sandwich, feel better, and get over it, and get back to work. And I am going to get back to work because... Feeling Like a Sack of Shit sucks. And Bo Burnham made a great song about it. <laughs> yeah, If you haven't seen that uh, episode of Inside Yet by Bill Burr, I recommend you do so. Um, but besides being a... I'm not a bum today. I got a few things done. But uh, this weekend, I told you that I worked up towards Los Angeles. And that's because I was out Rolling Loud. Yeah, your boy put on the bartender uniform again, went to a festival. And uh, Friday, there was uh, quite a bit of fuckery. (laughs) Um, And that fuckery allowed me to have some time to peruse the grounds and check out Rolling Loud from a spectator point of view. Now, if you have not been to Rolling Loud and you're listening to this, then that means you're probably white. <laughs> yeah, probably. There are not too many white folks at Rolling Loud, and that's okay, right? <laughs> it doesn't have to be you know, every attendance of every event to have a perfectly matching curve of the demographics in your local region. <laughs> it's okay for some people to favor some things rather than others, and uh, hopefully there's not too much hysteria about me saying that. That aside... Um on that day, uh, a few cool things happened in terms of performers. I saw two chains, a little bit of Shaq West, uh caught all of Kid Cudi and a little bit of Wiz Khalifa at the end. Uh, and that was all really rad. They had some fireworks too, which was bum. Uh, didn't see any special guests come out, but that might have happened later in the weekend. Uh before. All that happened i got some time to walk around and here were some cool things that if you were walking around a rolling loud you would have found for yourself number one this place had some art yeah it did in terms of like creative and uh, exhibits this place was awesome for that one thing that caught me by surprise in terms of the art was this place called the cereal bar <laughs> Which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, Not just because of the clever name, but because I've never seen a place sell bowls of cereal for $5 a pop. And actually have it feel worth it. (laughs) Because, I mean, it's the cheapest thing on the festival ground. So if you need a little snack. And also, if you happen to be a person who is a little, let's say, red in the eyes. (laughs) Because after all, you are at a place called Rolling Loud and if you know what's good then you know what's good you're like oh man that sounds great a bowl of cereal perfect and it wasn't just any cereal too there were some commemorative boxes which my brother who was a huge Travis Scott fan would really appreciate and the way that uh, the cereal bar was designed and set up made it feel like a little peaceful stowaway from everything else it was In the middle of the grounds, but it was far enough from all the stages for it to feel quiet. Had some uh, checkerboard floors, a little bit of a diner feel. And just uh, a really nice place to put up your feet. Which, if you're at a festival, you kind of look for places like that. They are essential. And there was also one place which, because I worked at this venue, I know that there's usually music in this place. But what they decided to do with it instead was... I mean, keep the lasers on, have some people play some music in there, have a bar, also have two basketball hoops set up with like a spotlight effect on it. So everywhere outside of this half court was completely dark, but the half court itself was lit up with a spotlight and that had like this and one mixtape feel to it, (laughs) which I thought was pretty fucking cool. And also being a person who watches F is for Family, shout out Bill Byrne. (laughs) <laughs> There's a an episode in that recently where uh one of Bill's friends and his former coworker is uh elected to alderman of his city. And being a black man from the black district in his town and this is also set like uh just post Korea War. Um so you know like late 70s, hippies, that type of thing. There was a joke that was made where Uh, he was giving a speech and he was talking about how his neighborhood had been or his district in the neighborhood had been uh, neglected for a long time and that this basketball hoop was a monumental thing to put in the neighborhood you know now this isn't just a place to uh, sell drugs to one another but it's a place to uh, shoot hoops and there was crickets in the crowd and sell drugs to each other (laughs) The line wasn't exactly like that, but it had that kind of comedic effect. And uh, when I saw that line, uh, of course, being an American, we know that in terms of black culture, basketball ranks pretty high in terms of like, hey, this is like a cool place for black people to have always felt comfortable coming together and congregating and doing the things that is natural to them, de- developing friendships having good times and being in good spirits. And one thing that you saw as you were walking around rolling loud were a lot of uh, tips to the cap related to that, related to black culture. So not only did you have uh, a serious lineup, uh, I mentioned all the names that you heard earlier later on the weekend, you're going to have people like, like J Cole and uh, Swali and, um, (laughs) i was gonna say jack harlow but i know he's not black so i don't know if people wouldn't have fucked with that (laughs) um but just a, a monster monster lineup and besides all the music and besides all the stages you had a real celebration a real exaltation of black culture which is really fucking sick so besides the basketball court there was also this uh, like this street skate park that was built inside and when i saw that i thought to myself well there ain't nobody fucking bringing their skateboard in here <laughs> so that means that they're gonna have some like pop-up performance there during the weekend um, i didn't see it but i'm betting that they did and uh and they also had like this death to plastic art exhibit that was up which was really fucking cool uh there was this uh, black dude who was doing some uh performative speaking and arts and i'm being a bartender some people come up they're like hey man can i buy water and when i got a can out of you know the bin they were all like oh I-, I meant a water and i'm like no it is water it's just in a can and they're like why is it in a can and i'm like did you not see the first fucking thing when you walked in <laughs> Not exactly like that, but for some people, I did joke around like that, and it was it was one of the first things that happened when I walked in and uh, I don't know if what the typical you know perspective is on uh being pro environment in terms of the black community, but I do know that the black community is one of those <sighs> leaders in innovation and creativity and so when it comes to setting the trend for things in the united states it should be no surprise that uh, that at least one faction of the black community is going to lead the charge and doing the best to make sure that we're not just mindlessly going through plastic bottles because plastic bottles are a bane on the environment so here's some fun, electric, well-branded, exciting uh, action to uh, make steps towards that. And I thought that was really fucking cool. And then the last thing that I'll say on that too was, and I can't confirm because I didn't make a purchase here, but I was walking by and I noticed that this uh, cannabis brand, I think it was RNWS, uh, had this little pop-up and i was making my way back to my shift so i couldn't hang around too much but as i was walking by there was somebody that asked uh, hey man do you want to get your shoes cleaned um not to me but to somebody else and they had like these chairs up and i saw a couple of the people getting their sneakers like dialed in real nice which i thought was really cool because at a show like this of course people are going to be you know wearing some of the best sneakers to the show Uh, ones that they obviously feel comfortable getting creased and getting stepped on a little bit but nice nonetheless. And to have a place to where, hey man, let's we can like dial this up a little bit, make you feel nice, sit back, relax. Like that's obviously really fucking cool. Uh Sioux shining, It goes back in, in Italian communities, but also in black communities too. And what I found out later was that <laughs> uh my coworker told me that there was a place on site to where you could buy cannabis, and they said the same name that I mentioned at the shoeshine place. And I thought to myself, "Motherfucker, <laughs> what a great way! You sit down, you're kicking it, right? You're getting you know, your shoes clean. You're obviously gonna be there for a few minutes. Uh, what if the guy cleaning your shoes is chopping it up with you for a little bit? Like, hey, you want to buy a pre-roll? Want to buy a blunt? Want to buy some flowers?" <laughs> I thought to myself, "God damn, yeah." Before, like, you know, weed was really cool in this country. You had to find different ways, creative ways of almost having things like plain sight, uh, places where the transaction of money seemed like it was normal, and to uh, hustle, make a living. And I don't know if that was intentional. I don't know if all those things got put together. But what I do know is that if that was the case, that was really fucking cool. So if you have a chance to go to Rolling Loud, I would say 100% go for it. I kind of wish there was a way that, in terms of Southern California, they could find a cooler venue than the NOS Event Center in San Bernardino, because they rep it as though it's like Los Angeles, and it's clearly not Los Angeles.
1: <laughs>
0: and uh, based from what I heard, it kind of makes sense not to have it directly in Los Angeles, because uh, you got people who got to like, check in, quote unquote, I don't know, I'm, I'm a little bit like out of my own depth here. <laughs> but if the stories that I've heard from uh, people like Jamie Foxx, people like Snoop Dogg, you know, through interviews on the internet are true, then it seems as though even in the music industry, you have certain uh, protocols from gangs and from groups that have to be abided by. And it seemed like maybe for like everybody's protection, including the artist protection, not doing it directly in LA seemed like the move to do uh that being said uh maybe just don't call it (laughs) you know as though like it's gonna be in Los Angeles uh maybe they use like the SoCal brand for it that being said dude fucking San Diego (laughs) San Diego's really fucking nice (laughs) there's no reason not to have it down here like why you gotta do it all the way out there in the sticks I don't know Maybe because they think people from LA wouldn't come all the way down uh, beats the fuck out of me. But in any case, uh, if you have a chance to go to Rolling Loud, do it. It was really sick. Um, I also found out while I was there that uh, there is uh, that that I'm a type <laughs> for um, uh, for a certain faction of Black girls. Um, particularly, it seemed like uh, Black women from Miami. <laughs> and i know like uh like they're drinking a little bit so maybe they're feeling like a little loose um and dude they talk such good game like even if it's just chatter if if they're hitting on you it's not it's not hard to at least be flattered you know um but it seems as though uh being uh six foot sandy blonde bearded dude (laughs) with strong arms is a is a good look <laughs> and um and I think it also helps if you're not a stiff because if you're a stiff then it doesn't fucking matter um but uh, i I'm in the scene enough and and know enough of the music and go back with it far enough um, I think mostly thanks to being an athlete because if you're an athlete in the United States then then it's almost inevitable, I guess depending on the sport that you play that you're going to like racially mix and get to know what it's like to be racially different people because you're going to hear what kind of music they're into. Like you're just, you're going to chop it up because you're on the team. You're going to see what's good. You're going to see what's up. And I remember when Cuddy's man on the moon came out because that bumped in our locker room. (laughs) Uh, that was like the number one album that, that played in that locker room. And, and it went hard. Like I loved it. Uh, I had, uh, some neighbors and some friends down the street for me. The Ija's super fucking cool. And, uh, Ben Ija, uh, put me onto that album. And I remember like listening to that album, um, you know, top to bottom and having that like really resonate with me. And that was one of the first albums that really helped me uh, flip the switch a little bit to make me feel like I don't have to be like uncomfortable listening to this. Like I actually really like it and I don't have to like defend myself. I just, if the music's good and you can have fun with it, then, you know, loosen up a little bit (laughs) and actually feel yourself having fun with it. Um, and so I feel like when I was at the show, I might've surprised some people by how much fun I was having. And I don't know if that's like racist on their part. (laughs) It's not, but, um, to, um, to know like a lot of the lyrics and to spit a lot of the bars as I was making drinks and to even dance a little bit, like the people who were buying drinks for me really enjoyed that. And uh, I don't, I don't know I guess I just what I'm saying is I feel really fortunate that uh, a venue like that exists and that there was so much good stuff going on from a music perspective from a culture perspective and from a spectator perspective because uh, it's wild times it's super wild times and like when you see you now street art like uh, George Floyd at that show a it wasn't that long ago. It it wasn't that long ago when things were so tense in the community around me and in our country that uh, I would have felt a little, a little strange. I would have felt a little stressed. I would have felt like I had to do extra to ensure that the people around me, um, to ensure that black people around me felt like uh, that they were safe, that they were seen, that that felt like that they could be how they could be, and also um, not trigger in in any way. And I didn't feel like that at all there. So shout out to the people that were rolling loud. Shout out to the artists that put on like a really great performance. Shout out to the people that did all the art and uh, facilitated such a great fucking time. Y'all were awesome. So uh, do it again. Keep that shit up. And um maybe move it to San Diego. Okay. <laughs> it's not bad down here. It's actually pretty fucking cool. I don't know what's keeping you out of doing big music shit. Uh, you know, in my town out here, but you know, fuck it, whatever. <sighs> yeah. Uh, but that's what I did on uh, on Friday night. And then after I came back down, uh there was I got invited uh, to a friend's birthday and I'm going to uh, kind of jump into comedy gear here. Not everything that I stay in this story that I say in the story is absolutely true. <laughs> so I'm using some artistic license. Copy that. Roger that. So <laughs> I'm at my friend's birthday <laughs> um, and there's actually two people having a birthday there. And uh, these two people are getting absolutely lit together it is a house party so you know they're gonna be at home and they're allowed to and i kid you not (laughs) there is one point where i'm in the birthday boy's bedroom with his friend who's also having his birthday and there's a gang of us in there chopping it up having a good time and if you can picture this the person whose room we're in is a five seven uh middle eastern guy um, uh, pretty good looking, pretty wealthy and very generous, really sick fucking kid. And his friend is like six five, two eighty five, huge fucking dude. Like you look at his boot and you're like, I, that does not belong to a human being. <laughs> and, uh, that aforementioned boot at one point, uh, uh puts a hole <laughs> puts a hole in the fucking bedroom wall <laughs> uh it shocked me it it shocked me quite a bit and uh it was it was what was funny was that after that he was all like uh he's like dude don't don't worry about it, I'll pay for it <laughs> and uh the um, the smaller dude, he's all like, <laughs> it's not that I'm worried that you could pay for it. <laughs> I just don't need walls having holes. <laughs> Do you understand that? <laughs> I don't need you putting holes in my fucking bedroom wall. And there's people laughing in this room, getting a kick out of it. He's like, I mean, I, I, I could make it bigger. And the smaller dude says, I understand that you can, I'm just saying that you shouldn't. And there's this other dude that walks in who's the cousin of the smaller guy and he says uh because he has a, a pretty deep accent he's like uh the fuck is this <laughs> and uh the big dude's about uh getting ready to kick another hole in the wall and he says no uh, no 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 let me show you and he takes a pivot step cocks his fist by his hip and undercuts the wall and makes a bigger hole <laughs> and already said whole. and the smaller dude's just like why <laughs> why are you doing this and the big dude's just like quote me just uh, um I'll, I'll send you a quote okay i'll come through we'll get it fixed <laughs> uh, and i'll i'll say <laughs> i'll give you a quote <laughs> was um ah geez was something that was repeated uh, ad nauseum that night <laughs> uh don't 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 worry about it. i'll send you a quote <laughs> oh geez and that, those are the kind of antics that um boys are going to get into young men are going to get into you know they they both turn 24 and naturally um uh, being the kind of dude that i am I saw this opportunity a few minutes after midnight I was kind of surprised. It didn't happen at midnight, but I put a pause on the music, uh, took a page out of the office script and said, everybody, Hey everyone, I'd like to make an announcement and, uh, believe it or not that I actually gathered the attention in the room. I think mostly cause the music stopped and then we proceeded to sing happy birthday, uh, to both of the fellas. And, um, of course, they're a little shocked. Of course, they don't know what to do with themselves because what do you do with yourself <laughs> when a people are singing happy birthday to you? I don't know about you, uh, but uh I sit there and just feel awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just kind of like, yeah, hey, happy birthday to me. Yeah, hey, what's up? Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I suppose it's better having a group of your friends, you know, look you endearingly in the eye and, you know, maybe a little intoxicated, belt out the happy birthday song in a celebration of your life, and that's way cooler than having a a group of strangers <laughs> who are working in a restaurant begrudgingly come out to you and gather around and sing to you off key. <laughs> With your single candle and your pazuki, like <laughs> the house party occasion is much better.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, on a on a separate occasion, I had a a friend of mine who his birthday is in late late February, <laughs> and he gave a uh, after the happy birthday song was sang, uh, he asked for everyone to be quiet for a moment and he proceeded to say uh, I have a dream <laughs> and uh, went on a, a fratty tirade about all the things that only a frat boy would uh, <laughs> uh could go on a tirade about of you know their dreams and what would make the world a better place um before you get your panties in a bunch he was a black guy <laughs> so i don't know if it's uh you know a good look to be uh, starting your speech with i have a dream um you know regardless of the color of your skin but i think that helps a little bit in that case i'm not sure (laughs) yeah Uh, and after i had that celebration on saturday Um, I, I gathered myself on Sunday, you know, did all the things that you do after you pack for a trip. You got to organize your shit, clean your clothes, prep for the week. And, uh, as I was prepping for the week and I just kind of like enjoying the cold, you know, I got a, a few moments to think to myself and I realized that, You know, this year has been a fantastic year. A lot of new things have uh, popped in, popped up. Got a new president. (laughs) Um, I don't know if I'm going to lose my pool. (laughs) Because I gave him, I gave him uh, two years before Harris takes over. (laughs) You know, um. There's no condition on whether or not, uh, or on how Biden makes his way out. So it's not like I picked uh, two years by knockout or two years by submission.
1: <laughs>
0: you know, it's it's not a pool of whether or not he croaks or whether he's mentally I- incapable of performing the seat. But um, yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Just got to have him make it through this year and not make it through the next year. And I'm going to be a wealthy man. Let's go. <laughs> Well, yeah, we got a new president this year. Saw a pretty terrifying riot, which was wild. Um, some surges in cryptocurrency, NFTs, metaverse, a lot of wild, wild shit. And amongst all that, uh, I managed to connect with you, you know, this, this lovely fan base. So uh, for those of you that are subscribed, thanks. Really fucking awesome of you. Appreciate you being here. For those of you that aren't subscribed... Do it for the out go rhythm and um, this upcoming Thursday, you know what we're gonna do. Da 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 You're right. AMA Thursday, baby. So uh, send in your questions and uh, we'll get we'll we'll have ourselves a little riot. Okay, sounds good to me. I'll be back to check in on you again on Thursday for the next edition of today's stretch. Link with me on Instagram at Christopher Czar. And, uh, yeah, you know, uh, don't slack off on your yoga meditation, do it with me at zaryogastudio.com. You can do it from home. Um, and <laughs> I'm maybe we're just going to wait until the new year. We'll see you then. <laughs> Bye everybody. Peace.